Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Jerry Eves. Sports Radio. That's a brand name. Like Pepsi. That's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that even if they don't know me any more than they know the the, the chairman of General Mills. Good morning and welcome to Eve Sports Radio. Call now, 502-571-7900. You can tweet Jerry at JerryEves5 or send us a message on our Facebook page. This is Eve Sports Radio on Sports Talk 790. Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. Yes, it is April the 7th, 2023. It is Friday in the Louisville area. If you didn't know it, everyone knows it's Friday. Uh, I will be, and I am having some more issues. I'm sitting in my office at Simmons College, and I had to reboot my computer. So I'm on my cell phones on set. So it may sound a little differently for a little while, but it will clear up. I think at the break, I'll be able to go back to my computer but I think that we still have got a wonderful show in store. George Williams will be calling in. So we will have Ring you sitting in with me very, very soon. And we've got a tremendous show. Let me again cover what's going to transpire next week. Next week, I will be on vacation. And George Williams and Scott Bowage and you all will run the show. Um, Scott Bowage is already lined up. Some interesting guest, Mr. Robinson's dad, wide receiver from University of Kentucky last year. And Wendell may be coming on on Tuesday. So you'll get a chance to hear from those two uh, talk about his first year as an NFL player and his father. So that should be an interesting conversation. I told you all that I have and been lining up numerous interviews so that this summer, Uh, We're going to have a lot of fun, listen to a lot of comedy, and also talk to a lot of Hall of Famers, soon-to-be Hall of Famers, great athletes that have come from this area and had something to do with the traditions of Kentucky, Louisville, and Indiana. So I reached out again, and I have now gotten Joe Jacoby, who has confirmed that he will do an interview with me also. University of Louisville, great, and we all know Washington Redskins, great. I don't know how. He's the only hog that's not in the Hall of Fame. I have no idea. Two Super Bowls. I have no idea how Joe Jacoby is not in the Hall of Fame. But again, uh, he's not, but should be. And hopefully he'll get his opportunity through the Legends Committee, just like Mark Clayton is trying to go through. But I will have him. I also reached out to Tubby Smith. And I haven't confirmed yet, but I don't think I have any problem uh, confirming Tubby Smith by the time I come on. So, let's bring on the the one and only <laughs> is Ring You. I don't like the guy, and I know y'all don't either. But let's bring him on to a loud, raw, rousing applause. Matt, bring on Ring You, alias George Williams. It is tax time. His name's George Williams. Address is blank. 
Social security number is blank. <laughs> George, welcome to the show. How are you? Ease is one thing I always told you. I'm glad you got a talk show and not a comedian. You wouldn't go long, my brother. This might be your last day as a comedian. So keep the talk show. <laughs> okay, George, George. That's why I play comedy during the summer. When things get slow, George, oh, people, my. trust me. We're going to have people pulling off the side of the road. We listen to There's some funny things. Tell them, George, we're going to break it back out for them this year. They're going to have a good time this summer. Trust me. Um, oh, those lunch breaks were comedy shows, George. Red Fox. Oh, no Oh, Rodney Dangerfield, Ching and Tom. Oh, I mean, come on. It's just crazy. But we're going to have fun, George. So let me tell you what we've got here, George. Of course, I just announced that you and Scott will have next week. And Scott is getting so Wanda Robinson. It's going to be a real show next week, huh? Yeah, it's a real show. Y'all are going to have Wanda oh, Robinson okay. and Mr. Robinson, his dad, on, I think, Tuesday, George. So oh, you've wonderful. got a great interview on Tuesday. Exactly. Today, George, hopefully at 740, 745, the Rudy Macklin, LSU, a shiny high school great, will be calling in. Of course, we're going to talk about the first basketball championship ever at LSU with all the great teams. This was right. the first. Jim Mulkey brought the first championship to LSU. So Rudy is working out right now. It's not if he's up or not. It's if he can get home in time. Hopefully traffic's not bad. He's at the workout gym right now. So hope to have Rudy Macklin on at about 740, George. But when I come back, George, I was telling people, I've got a lot of people lined up to come on the show. I mean, a lot. So it's going to be really good. I mean, I've got Kenny Smith coming on. I've got Jack Givens, Kevin Grevy, uh, Dan Issel, and I are trying to work things out. I mean, George, I've got a lot. Daryl Griffith, Rodney McCray. I've got a lot of people coming on that will be interesting interviews. Tubby Smith, of course, and I mean, quite a few. Even I want to talk to your boy, Bill Olson. Your boy, too. My main man. Now, my main man. You know, they don't call my boy. My main man. Coach O. Made it over who he is today. The man who made it over who it is today. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows who he is? Yes, they do, George. Except, except me. <laughs> except you? Hey, yeah, that's my man. That's, that's the only way you got into Crawford Gym. Only way. And that's, the, and, and that's the only way that I was able to tell him about Daryl Griffin. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and Bobby Turner. Y'all right. owe, owe me Daryl Griffin. Don't leave out Bobby oh. Turner. Well, when you mention Daryl, you mention Bobby. That's like okay. mention Wayne and uh, uh, Ronnie. Mention uh, right. uh, Ron right. King, you mention Otto. You know, okay. some names that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Tenato. You're not I you're agree. not from the West End, though. You didn't know nothing about that, Jerry. Uh, That's how we uh, talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you mean Ronnie. Well, you didn't have nobody to mention with you. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm glad you said it. I was from Newburgh, brother. Newburgh. Yeah, yeah. You didn't with nobody from Newburgh. You was over at the pig farm playing at Ballard. Okay? <laughs> Let's get it real. George, George. Newburgh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wes Unsell, of the greatest. <laughs> Ali, greatest boxer. Wes Unsell, huh? greatest basketball player ever out of the city of Louisville. Wes Unsell, Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same year. All right. Well, well let's see to get, get get it correct, Jerry. Ali is the greatest of all times. 
I give you that. Okay, no let's don't talk about Louisville. We're talking about all times anywhere in the world. Ali. Okay. Ali. Now go ahead. Not now Newberg. Go that, I'm giving you I know. that. Okay, West thank Huntsville. you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't going to give me nothing. Mr. Northern, you know, I can't give you anything, George. Hey, George. Because no, we've got a lot to get to. But first. Okay, let's hey, do it. George, let's do it. We're not talking about putt-putt either, George. We're talking about golf. Not putt-putt. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay, I've been watching, Jerry. I've been watching. I, I went to a couple of been putt-putting in the house, so I've been watching it. You've been watching? Well, here's the deal, George. Yeah. Everyone yes, knows. Everyone knows mm -hmm. this. I am a Tiger Woods fan, period. Okay? Yes, sir. No doubt about that. But the only thing I want to tell my man Tiger is this. George, Jack's the greatest of all time. Nobody will ever catch his master's record, ever. No one will ever catch Tigers, ever. They're not going to do it. Right. I don't care what anyone right. says. It's not going to happen. But right. for my man Tiger, George, this is the only thing. If I could ever meet him and tell him, I would tell him, Tiger, before you go to the Masters, and I think he's got a chance to make the cut. He played in one event. George, he needs to play in two or three events. Now, we know his leg's bad, George, but he still has to play. Even if he plays for two days and withdraws, George, he doesn't have to play all four. He can withdraw. There's nothing wrong with that just to prepare himself because he does want to make the cut at the Masters. But, George, without practice, seriously, without practice, real game practice, it's really hard to play. And he was three-putting like – he put it like I did, George. You know, here's the problem. The greens at Augusta yesterday were as slow as they're ever going to be. George, if they want to make those things like a tabletop, like a wooden floor, they can. So if he mm. couldn't putt yesterday – George, when they really want to speed up the greens, he's in serious trouble. So I would just tell Tiger, he's not done playing, guys. His leg is getting better. But he needs to prepare for the Masters just a little bit more, George. That's the only thing that I would only critique I would tell him is to maybe play in a tournament, only play the first two rounds. George, nobody would be mad at Tiger Woods to play in two and back out saying that he was preparing for the Masters. They would not. I mean, he moves the needle anyway. So that's all. Now, for the leaders, George, Hovland. Well, well can I say one thing about that, Jerry, what you just said? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, to, to, to hear what you said about golf, because, you know, I'm not uh, mm -hmm. admire of golf that much. I'm a putt-putt guy. But to hear you say that a guy has gone through all that, hasn't played in any tournaments, to be one back, the, 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 the injuries that he's suffering. Jerry, can mm -hmm. you imagine this guy's mentality? It's going to be hard. I mean, I just can't even imagine you being one back, hasn't played any tournaments, and playing in one of the biggest tournaments of all, and you're only one shot back to being not to making a cut and only been cut one time. Man, he's yeah. amazing. 22 straight. 22 straight, George. You're right. Amazing, George. One, just... one shot off the cut line, and he'll have to shoot two under. But he hasn't George, played any. He hasn't I know, played. I, I know, George. It's That's amazing. the amazing part to me, Jerry. George, he is true. The best prepared athlete. But people don't know, George. Let me tell you this. George, when his dad was alive, people didn't know. Tiger used to prepare, used to prepare seriously, George, with the Green Beret, with the Army. He would go <laughs> and work out for two or three weeks, George, to get ready. Whoa. Whoa. To legitimately get ready. So, so he's prepared. He's, George, he's prepared. He tried to prepare, but now he can't prepare the same way that he used to when he was small. George, when he was young, they had no chance. That boy was the best physically and the best mental 
golfer that there was. They weren't going to beat him. They were not going to beat him, George. He was prepared okay. to go the distance. But I still, I just want him to make the cut. He can't beat these guys. He can't. Brooks Kepka. these guys are really good right now. They're young. They're healthy. But I just like to see him make the cut. That's all. I just like to see him make the cut. So, you know, George, we just have to watch, and it'll be on today. Uh, and I can't wait. That's why I'm here in the office. I'm going to get everything done. I'm going to get out of here, George. I sit down here about 530. I'm going to be done, George, and out of here so that I can watch the Masters again today. So best of luck to all the participants. And, uh, George, the Masters is only once a year. Most beautiful course in the world. I just wish people could see the elevation, George, the hills, the slopes on the fairways. Nothing's flat. Nothing's level. Every shot, George, is really, really, really difficult. <clears throat> really difficult. So, yeah, that's all. But there are a lot of people watching the Masters, and I want people to call in and let me know what they think about the Masters tournament. Uh, George, the 87th Masters. Okay, great. Thank you. The 87th Masters. But I want George to think of this, and this is yours. You know what? We're almost at the 150th running of the Kentucky Derby. Yes, just sir. Think about, yes, sir. Just think about the Derby, guys. The Masters, 87 okay. years. George, 87. What are we, 149 at the Kentucky Derby? Darren Rogers will yes, be sir. on with me soon. Yes, sir. 149. We almost had 150 runnings of the Kentucky Derby. Talk about history. I mean, boy. Wow. So let's take Blandon, George. Let's bring Blandon on to Esports Radio. Blandon, how Blandon. Yes, Blandon. Oh, Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the show. <laughs> Brandon, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Jerry? Hey, how are you? Just fine. This is uh, Brandon Goad, the guy that won your women's bracket. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Finally. Hey, George. Yes, sir. I am so glad. I need people to call in and give me your address. Yes, you're a $100 winner. Congratulations. Wow, Brandon. And I what are we going to learn today, Brandon? Yes, to call in. Uh, I don't know. Rooster sounds pretty good. Sounds good to me. I'll see you there. <laughs> All right. You make him buy his own. Don't don't you spend <laughs> my money on him. <laughs> don't do it. But no, the only reason I'm coming, Brandon, because it's Jerry's money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. Thank How you, did sir. you like the tournament? How did you like the tournament? The women's tournament. How did you? Oh, it was really exciting. Uh, honestly, going into it, I didn't know anything about any of the women's teams except for South Carolina was the best team, and Iowa had Caitlin Clark, who's been a beast all year. Yes. And I, I knew everybody was going to choose South Carolina, so I figured if I wanted to win, I needed to choose somebody else. Mm -hmm. And you did. I mean, you pulled yeah. it off. You really did. So, what made you pick South Carolina? I mean, LSU. What made you go with LSU? Uh, I went with Iowa, you but once Iowa. Iowa beat South Carolina, it pretty oh. much sealed it. Yes. Okay. That's what took him over the top. Exactly. Okay. So, no, I appreciate your call. Second and third place, both men and women must call in. Leave your information. I've been waiting. I've got George's money. I've been holding it. So, you're the winner <laughs> of the $100. And congratulations. Thanks for playing. And. Uh, thanks for listening to Esports Radio. No problem. I appreciate it. Yep, and I'll All get right, it out day. today. I will get it out today. Promise. $100 winner, George. 
Hey, man, good day. That's yes. a good way to start your Friday morning. I'm glad he reminded me, George, because I said it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that you had to call in, leave your information so that I can get your money out to you. So he's the first of, I've got five more winners that have to call in. Five did, more. Did you... Did you announce a disclaimer, Jerry? If they don't call in, you have to give it to me at the end of next week. Did um, you tell that disclaimer? There was some staticky. I, I didn't hear you, George. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever say my that man. again, George. My You're man. Bad. Exactly. <laughs> You're bad, George. Hey, George. But no. Yes, sir. So everyone must know. You must call in, leave your information. I will get your checks out to you pronto. My sponsors have given me the money to give to you all. I've got $400. He's the first one. He is a $100 winner. Yes, everybody can go and see the brackets. I can go and see the brackets and the name, and I can research it. People can't call in falsely, George, because I can find it. But I want them to call in and speak with me so that they can claim their money so I can get it out to them. So, yes. That is the deal, George Williams. So okay. George, let's try to get to break on task because I'm going to try to All get right. back. I think my computer's working now because I'm on my phone. <laughs> so I'm going to go to break, George, and it may be a little hairy. So if I'm a little slow coming out, um, that's just because I'm dealing with computers, George. And we will be okay. back and we're going to get into this transfer portal. Now, George, I'm going to tell you All before right. we leave. Before we leave. <laughs> That Coach Beard told me to say, and I'm going to say it verbatim, that he is glad to see that L. Ellis is looking at the transfer portal because he got in the waiting pool and he almost drowned. He doesn't need to test the waters of the NBA. <laughs> and he said it, I didn't. He said, so he's glad he got out of the waiting pool and goes back into the transfer portal where he can play some more basketball. <laughs> Man. Hey, I know. You know a lot crazy. of fans upset, Jerry. Hey, George, not my. Hey, that's Coach Beard. I told him I was going to say it verbatim. He said, "Come on out of the waiting pool. Go back in the transfer right. portal. Work on your game." You know what he told me to say? Uh, don't fall down on every layup that you shoot. And guards are <laughs> supposed to transition back on defense. <laughs> you know, Coach hey. Beard pulls no punches, George. Oh, you know he, he don't. You know he don't. Well, you know he's been had that feeling for a while now, Jerry. It's not like he had it uh, just yesterday when he heard about it. He said exactly. that feeling for a moment. <laughs> all season. So he wanted to make sure that I Pretty express much. that to all our listeners. So, George, it's 724. We're going to okay. go to break. When we come back, we are going to talk about this transfer portal, which I think has gotten completely out of control, George. Completely. So I agree with you, Colin. Phone number is 502-571-7900. We'll talk to you in a second. Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. 727 on Friday, April the 7th, 2023. I've got George Williams in a closet. I'm in my office. I'm not in the closet anymore. I've got Matt behind the glass. Matt, let's bring on Blandon this time. I had it wrong the first time. Blandon, welcome to Eve Sports Radio. How are you? Good morning, George and Mr. Eves and Matt. Hope y'all are doing good this morning. No question. We're here. We're dealing with George. Other than that, we're doing great. So I don't blame George. I'd hide in the closet, too, if I had to do you. And also that last gentleman that called in and won the money. He he, he better run to the bank with that check, man, because it might be like one of them slinkies back in the day. (laughs) 
Didn't he give you a check? Didn't he give you a check to bounce for a little while, Blender? Oh, George, you, I went to my bank and it looked like a. You remember the little red box you used to get with the jacks, George, when you played jacks? Exactly what you're talking about. The, the banker looked at me and he said, "Sir, is this, is this a ball from the jack game years ago?" <laughs> oh my goodness, boy, boy, was, boy, boy, boy! Terrible, terrible, George. Pinocchio. Yeah. Somebody's nose is growing. Two hey, people. Jay, we, <laughs> Jerry, we had it on the show when Blandon was still, and he started bouncing like a Mexican jumping bean. He put it in his pocket, he started bouncing. Oh, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give up with you, too. Uh, George, you know, you know, George, don't I always believe have your back, and I love you, buddy, for telling me like this. Buddy. Thank you, George. My pleasure. A Mexican jumping bean. George Williams, I'm done with you, man. I am finished with you. You're gone. You've lost it. You have lost it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You better before George is back, Jerry. If you, if you mess with George, them ratings are going to tumble like the basketball programs in the Ohio River right now. That's what's going to happen to your ratings. If I mess with George, I'm about to hang yeah. George. Can I do that? <laughs> no, leave the man alone. You should give him double his salary. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> George, I'm sorry. You got to deal with all this, man. I'm so sorry. I'll double it, I promise you. George, we just doubled it. <laughs> hey, Jerry, I can't. I just want to make a comment on the Masters, if you don't mind. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, right ahead. I read a book a couple years ago about Augusta National, Jerry. A lot of people don't understand the mystique of that place down there. It's uh, It's one of the only private clubs in the world where they will never release the memberships, who is a member there. And, th and that course is done like none in the world. It's got, it's hard to believe that all the greens down there have heating elements underneath the greens mm -hmm. and drainage elements. It, it's the most, it's the most architectural, amazing place in the world to, to play golf at. And uh, Tiger has had, Jerry, you know what? It, it, it's sad to see this now. I mean, he's had, he reminds me of Ali back in the day, just trying to hang in there with these young guys, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I read last night on the internet that his body said he was really hurting after his round yesterday. And I, I can see it because, it, you know, there's no level spot down there. It's nothing but hills. And, uh, you know, it's hard when you've had all the surgeries. And I can't imagine walking 18 holes. It's equivalent to about five miles mm. of hills. That's correct. And it's very hard on your body, but... You know, at the end of the day, Jerry, he, re he revolutionized the game. And uh, he put fitness, he made it cool to be a golfer, but to have the fitness element of weight training and conditioning and all the muscle stuff. And 
all these young guys you see out there now, I mean, it's a different world. I mean, them guys are so good now, Jerry, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. TV does not do it justice how good they are. And he can't, not at his age, is going to beat these young guys like this now. No. I mean, you know, he, he might occasionally up and win a tournament here and there, Jerry, but to win these majors now, I'd be shocked if he even makes a cut tomorrow or today. No, I agree. Their preparation is too hard, and the kids now have done what Tiger did 20 years ago. Have you seen Brooks Kepka, George? That man's a grown man, Dustin Johnson. They're huge, George. They're lifting weights. They're stretching every day. They're true athletes. And Tiger is the one, you're 100% correct, Blandon, that has revolutionized golf. He made it cool, and they're big and strong. I mean, it's amazing. But you still have, you still have little Roy McElroy. Rory, that can hit it a ton. He's not huge. We have got our little man right here, Justin, who is not big, and he hits it a ton. It's amazing how far the small guys hit it also. Well, but you know, Jerry, nowadays, it's, it's all about club head speed for these guys. It's all about, if you listen to all the statistics they give you, you know, they'll, they'll talk about launch angles and how high they hit it and how straight they hit it. But at the end of the day, they're all striving to get club head speed. And that, that is uh, – to increase club head speed is, you know, it's, it's flexibility, agility, and strength. And, you know, and your core, you know, the, to rotate your hips and waistline into the ball. I mean, it's, it's to me, it's the second hardest game in the world because, to me, there's no other harder thing in the world than hitting a baseball with a round bat with a round ball and, and getting that little hole in that half-inch cup 400 yards away. You well, know, it, it's very hard to do, as you know. But anyway, you know, Jerry doesn't do much. At the end of the day, I mean, he's on Mount Rushmore. He's, he, to me, he's the second greatest that ever touched a club, and that's a lot that's to correct. say, you know. Yes. Jack is the first. He is the second to ever hold a club in his hand. No question. Undisputed. But, hey, hey Jerry, happy uh, Good Friday to all you all, and happy Easter, no and I hope everybody remembers the season. Absolutely. And the reason Same here, Brandon. Great call, Take Brandon. care, George, Matt. Have a good holiday. Always a pleasure, yep. Brandon. Always. No question. Hey, George. Yes, now, sir. So people know, Tiger does go off today at 12.54 p.m. He's plus two. The cut line is even. So he's going to have to shoot. Maybe, George, people, the weather, they could back up. The leaders could back up from minus seven to minus five, which would move the cut line down. But to be safe, he needs to be two under today to make the cut. So well, you, how, how do you think the weather affect him, though, Jerry? You know? Well, when it cools off, of course, all the older players, George, just like yourself and I and everyone else, my Achilles is shot right now. If that weather cools down with all the injuries he's had, it'll make right. it very hard for him to make the cut, George. I don't see him. Myself right now, if I had to say, I don't see Tyler uh-huh. making the cut. I don't. Okay. Yesterday was the day that you had to shoot one under, two under, which he could have done. It was all putting. He hit the ball right. fine, George, but his putting was right. off. But with it's the weather changing – it's going to be really, really difficult with the winds, George. It's going to be difficult. But, you know, I'm pulling for him. I'll be there with popcorn and bells on watching him. I just love watching that guy play. Now, George, I got a question for you. 735. Hopefully before um, we get Rudy Macklin on. George, this transfer portal. And if you look at today's paper, and I sent you a little note. Right. That on Insu, on Yinsu from Kentucky, is transferring. Right. Right. And what I said yesterday, and I mean this, tells me two things. He went to University of Kentucky with the national reigning player of the year coming back. 
He knew he was not going to play last year. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. He knew that. So, uh, and Rudy just sent me a message said, I'll be on. So he will be calling in about five minutes, Matt. So we're good. We'll get Rudy Macklin on. But I just don't understand why he's transferring now unless Oscar is coming back. And I'm telling you, I've heard strong rumors. I can't tell you what I really know because I'd have to kill you, George. Oscar Oscar is coming back. I'm telling people. I really believe Oscar could be in a Kentucky uniform next year. My opinion. I really believe that. So what do you think, George? With the young man, well, yeah, I, I, I truly believe he enjoys Kentucky basketball. I think he loves the college life. He's well accepted at Kentucky, you know, and he wears his faith on his sleeve, and a lot of people follow him up in Kentucky. I wouldn't see it being far-fetched for him not to come back. You know, he, he seems to love what he's doing, and I don't see what's the problem of him coming back because uh, because he does love college basketball. Everybody, pro basketball is not for everybody, and he may exactly. be one of those people, Jerry, who is not – a uh, pro player, but enjoys what he's doing now and you know, along to other things. No, I agree. I mean, he could make more money in college, which I'm glad, than he right. could as a professional player. That's I don't right. think he would be drafted, George. The NBA right. is taking – I don't agree with it, but the NBA is taking different style players. So right. I wouldn't be surprised if Oscar And, and, and that might not back. be his goal in life either, though, Jerry. It might you know, not. I mean, exactly. he's a, a he- heavy faith based person. He's a heavy mm-hmm. faith based person now. And that could mean more to him than his basketball. I don't know that for a fact. But he play- he's an excellent ball player, but I do know he is deeply into his faith. Gotcha. No, I, I agree. So we'll just have to wait and see. I think that had a lot to do with the young man transferring. I that Oscar may be coming back. And when he knew that, when you have Bradshaw coming in, the freshman uh, that played right. with uh, Mr. Wagner coming in, the young man said, maybe I need to go somewhere where I can play this year. But that, I think that has a lot to do. But we'll have to wait I and see. I don't I know agree. it. I don't right. know it for a fact. I'm just saying my opinion, rumor, I don't know right. it for a fact. But I think it's better than 60-40 Oscar comes back to University of Kentucky. But we'll have to go from there. Yeah, I, I think it's you know I think he's gonna be he's what's best for him. I really do. I think he's really a grounded young man, and he knows what he wants to do in life. And I think he'll do what's best for him. And, and you know, like the we at the big love that young man. So yes, oh, I don't man, the last two games, George. His last two games, he put he played he put it on the line. I mean, George, he was just unbelievable. He was unbelievable. When he put his hands on the ball, it was his ball. He rebounded All like he'd never seen before. He played with great passion and love for the game. I just hated that they could not advance, but it wasn't because Oscar didn't do his part. That's a fact. That's true. Now, George, University yes, of Louisville. We've got L. Ellis. He was upset he didn't make first or second team all ACC. Thought he was I wonder why. He said he was going to test the waters. Coach Beer told him to get out of the waiting pool. Okay. Right. Right. And... Now, we see that if he's still going to test the waters, which I always go to Chicago pre-draft camp, I will watch the players who participate there. I don't know if he's been invited there or not yet. I will know. And, George, I will get a chance to see, but I do believe that he'll be going in the transfer portal, and I'm glad for him. Uh, This is the last year for this COVID year. And, George, I hate to say this, but I mean it. You've got people playing in college that are honestly 24, 25, 26 years old, 
And I mean, George, like George Beard said, it's time for that to end. They, they're grown men. 18, right. you go to college, you should be done at 22, 23. George, we're 24, 25, 26 now. The, wow. the level of play should be better. What do you think? Oh, now the level of play should be better, but I think because of COVID, I don't appreciate what they've done for the young men, but I do think the le level... But you look a lot of the veteran team, Jerry. They were really veteran team that we got to see in the NCAA. They did mm -hmm. do better. They did do better than the young people coming into the conference and playing. You know, it showed that they the, extra two years, the, the, the extra two years really in, improved their games, and they were better. So the, the young players at the Blue Blood schools, you know, it just shows that experience matters. You know what I mean? And uh, like I said, I'm glad that they gave him the chance to play. I'm glad it's ending, but every, it was a win-win situation. The players okay. got to play their timeout. Now we're going back to regular basketball, and like it always was, I hope. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, I hope. Other than we've got the transfer portal. But, George, let's right, go now, to that's break. That's a nightmare. Exactly. Let's go to break because Rudy okay. Mack is going to be calling in so that we can get it out of the way. And, Matt, let's run two of them so that when Rudy does call in, we'll go to the end of the show. This is Eve Sports Radio at 740. We will be having Rudy Macklin calling in. Phone number is 502-571-7900. We'll talk to you in a minute. Welcome back to Eve Sports Radio. It is, of course, April the 7th, 2023. It is 747. And before I bring on... This gentleman, I must introduce him properly. And everyone knows that there's just a few people that when you say Rudy, everyone in the city knows Macklin. That's all there is to it. Six foot seven, graduate of Shawnee High School, attended LSU 1976 to 81. In his very first game at LSU, he grabbed 32 rebounds against Tulane University. Missed most of the 78-79 season because of injury. All-American 1980 and 81. He led LSU to its first Final Four. He graduated from LSU all-time leading rebounder at the time, 1,276. Second all-time scorer at the time, 2,080 points. Played professional basketball, drafted 52nd from the Atlanta Hawks. The one and only most efficient player I've ever played against in high school. When Rudy Macklin shot the ball, it went in the basket. Bottom line, Rudy. Welcome to you Sports Radio. How are you? Hey, doing pretty good, man. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Of course, I've got George Williams on the other line. You remember George Williams, the great George Williams, photographer, University great, of Louisville, great. The great George Williams. <laughs> Rudy, all I got to say to you is, is being me, you and Daryl. He don't know nothing about that, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In the Lincoln Continental. Riding around Louisville. Tell me about that, Rudy. Tell me about that. No question. Mr. Macklin. Great, great, great memories, man. Great memories. Oh, we had great times. But, you know, we brought you on because I want to read something to you. Of course, I want you to tell me about LSU winning its first, Kim Mulkey bringing LSU its first national champion. And you all have had great players from Pistol Pete Maravich to yourself to Chris Jackson, Raul, to Shaquille O'Neal, and on and on and on. 
How was the celebration for you all with LSU's women bringing home that championship? Well, thing is about it. Uh, on the women's side, they've had great teams for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had players like George Walker, uh, Simone Augustus, you know, Sylvia Fowles. You know, and the first uh, black woman to play LSU basketball was a lady named Ann Boutte, uh, who was a good friend of mine. And so uh, they went to the Final Four several times before. So LSU girls or women's basketball and then win the national championship for years and just couldn't get over the hump until uh, Kim Mulkey showed up. And so everybody's really excited about how they're still buzzing. And uh, it was just, it's just a huge milestone for what she accomplished in just two years. And uh, so uh, it, this is just a great, you know, time for LSU sports uh, this day and time. George, before I get into this serious matter, what do you have before I get into the issue with Caitlin Clark? What do you have for him, George? Um, about the LSU bat- women's basketball team? Mm-hmm. I, I thought they were fantastic, Rudy. I mean, I know you've been down there a long time watching it develop, but when you got Kim coming there, she really was the, the icing on the cake. And I thought y'all did a fantastic job, and I know you're proud of LSU, and I'm a proud of what y'all accomplished here. Y'all made y'all put the women's game on the map. It's it's a new world now down there for women, I mean around the world for women basketball in the states now. Man, it was amazing because uh, I went to see Kim uh, in her first year, uh, uh, right before practice, and the girls were playing a pickup game, and so she had like nine new players come in. And right. so the girls really didn't know each other in terms of their, their skill sets and all of that. So they played a pickup game, and then the game, after the pickup game, like, oh, wait a minute. We got a team, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they were like, they, they came together this one year, and they came from, you know, transfers came in and things like that. And Kim had, you know, recruited. And they, she brought in uh, Morris, uh, who she had, you know, kicked off the team before. Yes. Uh, said, Rudy, pay attention to this girl. She can ball. And I said, well, wow. I said, Coach, you got a team here. And she said, we do. And the girls were stunned. They came together and and gelled. And it was like, oh, my gosh. And uh, that game after game, they just kept on winning. And so uh, we just all proud of them. And they just they got great mental toughness. They're together. And uh, they don't play. They're they physical. And they can go go up and down with you, or they can bang with you. And uh, these girls just have no fear, man. And so, and they're a joy to be around too. Oh my gosh! When you it seems like them it. off the court, they're a joy to be around. And when they kick the court, they turn into something else. <laughs> That's a funny part. <laughs> That's a good thing. Like, Wait a minute, now you were this nice, sweet little Barbie doll off the court, but as soon as you hit the court, man, they turned into something like. Uh, full exorcism. Darth Vader's a good call, George. Now, Rudy, we've got to get to the serious man. Truly, truly. And I want to read you some of the issues that we've spoke about before, but I want to read this, and this comes from Caitlin Clark. Iowa's guard Caitlin Clark said that LSU's forward, Angel Reese, does not deserve criticism for any actions from Sunday Women's Basketball National Championship game and that only the Tigers should visit the White House because that's for LSU. Everyone knows that uh, Jill Biden uh, invited Iowa also to come to the White House, but she just didn't know the format of what was going on. It's not a participation sport. So tell me about the criticism that Angel Reese 
received, Rudy, your opinion on how that played out? Well, the thing is about it, so Angel Reese, you know, she don't back down from anything. If you know her personally, <laughs> she don't back down from anything. I got to give my uh, props to uh, Caitlin Clark for standing up for, you know, Angel Reese because Caitlin Clark, she's a baller herself. Yes. To play on the level that Caitlin Clark, Clark has, has gotten to by not being a little uh, very confident player. She's a confident player. And right when she plays, you can tell she's been around players that talk trash. Okay? Yes. Right. It's not right. the first time she's done this. She's been doing it all her life. Basketball, <laughs> especially on this level, is a trash-talking sport. That's just the way it is. Right. We've all done right. it. I'll say from Shawnee Park to Chickasaw Park to Wyandotte Park to Jewel Park, everywhere I've played and we played, there's always been trash-talking. And then on the girls' side, you know, from, from Valerie uh, and all those girls that played in Louisville, they were trash-talking. My own sister-in-law at the time, the first black player at U of L, uh, Von Max, she was a trash-talker, too. And so uh, everybody talked trash. And so Caitlin Clark understands, you know, what trash-talking is about, and she did it, too. Yes. Well, when Angel did to her, it was like, okay, yeah, she got that. And so ain't so Kayla couldn't take it personal. You know, she said, okay, yeah, I did it. You do it. Okay, that's fine. That's the way basketball is. But no. because we live in such a polarized society now, country now, the country is divided politically, ideologically. It's divided. Everybody's mm -hmm. gone to their political silos. These things come out. The racial element came out, you know, there because you a lot of people watched that game did not watch previous games that Kalen Clark played in. Bingo. You're going to cherry pick one game because of the trash talking and what she displayed uh, to Kalen Clark, because Kalen Clark did it to you all's U of L girls, she right? She did. Yes. She did it to the South Carolina girls. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Plus, they never talked about the times she did it to other girls in previous games before the tournament. So she's been doing this a long time. And so people around the country because the game was uh, uh, was so intense. It was a championship game and Caitlin Clark's reputation as a great, great player. All these new people chimed in and, and, and wanted to watch the game because she was a great player and she's white. How many yes. white players did she come along on her level? On and can play. Curry, she's Pistol Pete Mary. On that, on that Chef Curry Pete. type level, that yes. don't come every day. The last I think was like a Pete Maverick type uh, that, that come along, and she's female. So she attracted a lot of new viewers around mm -hmm. the country and possibly the world. And so everybody was excited that here's one white girl that can ball with all these great black girls. Okay, right. so when Caitlin Clark did what she did, it was like, how dare she do that to her? This mm -hmm. is the one we've been waiting for. This is the one that's the hope. You know, for the right generation, for those that, that, that sat on that side, the far extreme right folks, they looked at it that way. And so then it came out, you know, that they were upset, but they didn't really know that this girl always did this. And they cherry picked this one game, you know. And, and the thing that upsets me more is the fact that they did not talk more about what LSU did as a team to them. LSU scored 102 points.
Okay. Rudy, uh, they had a girl you got to have more time. Guys, I don't have oh. 15 seconds. But Rudy, I'm so glad you brought that part up. That LSU oh, scored for 100. dominate like that, man. <laughs> exactly. Rudy, I love you like always. Continue working out. George, you've got it next week. Eve Sports Radio, God willing, I'll be back in a week. George and Scott, you're in great hands. And Matt, talk to you in a week. Love you all. Bye-bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus